seen in the back section, uh, New Testament section. It's uh, Matthew's Gospel, chapter 13. Chapter 12, sorry, chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, verses 14 to 26. 46 to 50. Okay. Headed the, tr the true kindred of Jesus. While Jesus was still speaking to the crowds, his mother and his brothers were standing outside, wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside, wanting to speak to you. But to the one who told him this, Jesus replied, Who is my mother? And who are my brothers? And pointing to his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. This is the gospel of Christ. Praise to Christ our Lord. Let's bow our heads to pray. Father, help us to see what a strange reading this is, what a challenging reading it is about who we really belong to. We ask this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. A few years back, uh, I wanted to see a football match on television. Uh, and I couldn't find anywhere that showed it. The only place I, I could find that showed this match, because uh, other games were on as well, was a, a betting shop. Uh, and so I went in this betting shop and watched the game. First time I'd ever been in a betting shop, I have to say. Uh, and uh, I felt very strange. You know, I felt I didn't belong. You know, what happens here? What goes on? I didn't know what I was meant to do or anything. It's very strange, you know, being in a, a place where you, you feel you don't belong. Uh, hopefully you don't feel that this morning in church. But sometimes people do feel that when they come to church, you know. What is this place? What do I do here? How am I meant to behave? Because we all have that uh, deep-seated feeling, this great need that all people have, of a sense of belonging. A lot of attention at the moment, quite rightly, to uh, youth crime, stabbings, gang members. Uh, and it's often said that young people join gangs because it's the, where they don't belong anywhere else. They don't feel at home at school. They don't really have any much relationship with their parents. So they join a gang because it's somewhere they belong. Somewhere they've got identity. Uh, because belonging is vital to each person. We all need that. And belonging begins with families. Uh, it's great that Glenn and Kimberly, uh, and hopefully Jerome and Rochelle, and their godparents have brought their children to baptism today. Because they're making that commitment to love them, to care for them. Uh, because it's God's will that through families, and through our fathers and our mothers and the care they give, we learn what it is to be loved, what it is to be cared for, to be given attention. We learn that we belong. Uh, and that's why families are so important. Uh, and in a few, few months, weeks' time, we'll celebrate Christmas. Great picture then of Jesus and his, Jesus' parents caring for him, making provision for him. That sense that he really belonged to his parents. And the glimpses we get of Jesus as he grows up is that he's got that sense of belonging, of being part of a family. And that's why, as I said when I had, after the reading, it's a very shocking reading that we've just had. Because here is Jesus, do make yourself at home, come, come and sit in the front here. It's a very shocking reading we've had. 
because uh, here is Jesus with his followers. His mother, and his mother and brothers are outside. His father's probably died, sadly, by this stage, uh, wanting to speak to him. And Jesus says, my true family, my real family, my real mother and brothers and sisters are those who hear the word of God and do it, those who become disciples. So in verses 49 50, he says, uh, pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers, Whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Now, in many cultures around the world, that belonging to a family is very important. It's the most important thing in your life. Uh, you know, you honor your parents. Uh, up until old age, your brothers and cousins really mean a lot to you. So for Jesus to say, no, uh, my brother, my mother, mean, don't mean as much to me as my, my disciples, as those who follow Jesus, was a shocking thing to say. So Jesus is saying that there's something greater than belonging to our families. There's something more important. And that is belonging to those people whose first aim is to do and obey God's will. Whatever our homes have been like, whether for good or ill, sooner or later we leave them, we grow up, we move away. Sadly, maybe our parents die. Uh, in that sense, we're on our own. But we've got that bigger sense of belonging to God's people. God's people that goes down the generations, that goes down the ages. We're part of that people of God people who put first following Jesus Christ. And in baptism, uh, what, what baptism points to is, is taking that first step to being part of that family, being part of God's people, to belonging God's people. The uh, preparation course we have is called First Steps uh, because baptism is the beginning of that journey, of beginning of being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Uh, that's the declaration that the parents and godparents are going to make in a moment of turning away from all ungodliness and turning to follow Jesus as our Lord, as our boss, being discipled by him. And that's tough. That's very tough. Makes, deep, makes big demands on the way you live, the choices you make, what you do with your time, your energies. Uh, we often tend to think the baptism of small babies like this is rather cute and sweet, uh, and it is in many ways. But the baptism service is also brutally honest. Because it says about these children, and it says about all who are baptized, that they're going to be soldiers and servants of Jesus Christ. Soldiers and servants. And on this Remembrance Day especially, we think of the cost of being a soldier. We think of the enormous sacrifices involved, of the thousands, millions who lost their lives fighting in war. It's not easy being a soldier. It's not easy being a soldier of Jesus Christ. The papers and TV are full of stories of people who gave their lives that we can have freedom and justice. Uh, and therefore, we celebrate their lives today. So being a disciple uh, is something that's very serious, very demanding, very life-threatening. In the first reading that we chose today, uh, we heard these words that Paul wrote to Christians. He says, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus, that's all of us who have been baptized, don't you know that all of us were baptized into, into his death, into his death. In other words, you, you became part of the dying of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we've been buried by, with him in, by baptism into death. We've been buried with him by baptism into death. So being a Christian, being baptized, means that you actually die to your own desires, your own wants, your own wishes, because you're turning away from that and saying, from now on, I'm going to go God's way. I'm going to follow Jesus Christ. So all good things, all good things come with a cost. The peace, the prosperity that we enjoy today 
came at the enormous cost. The enormous cost of those who sacrificed their lives in two world wars. Giving children a good life means that fathers and mothers pay a real cost in caring for their children, watching over them, cleaning their nappies, clearing them up when they're sick, getting up at night when they cry. Because being a father, being a mother, is a very costly business. Uh, and yet the result is that the children grow to know that they belong, that they be live somewhere. So what we're thinking about this morning is, first of all, about giving ourselves. Soldiers give themselves for their country. Fathers, mothers give themselves for their children. Jesus' disciples give themselves to follow him and to put God first in their life. So you might say, why bother? Why not just walk away and live as you please? One reason is if we do that, if we walk away and say, no, I'm not going to do it. It's too much to follow Jesus Christ, to, to be his disciple. We lose the joy and the peace and the hope that comes from belonging, from being a brother or a sister of Jesus Christ. We never know that. I said at the start, we all need to have somewhere where we feel we belong. Often parents say that the greatest joy in their life has been being a parent. I'd say that for myself. That joy comes with a cost, but at the end, we have that joy of being, belonging in a family. Why do soldiers often say that the best, the most fulfilling time of their lives was, in, was when they were in the army? Because they knew that camaraderie, that sense of belonging, of being with your mates, of being supported, that means so much to them. Often when people leave the forces, they have a real sense of, of loss, of uh, feeling at a loose end, of feeling aimless. Because that sense of purpose, of belonging that being a soldier gave them has gone once they're demobbed uh, and they've lost something. So belonging is the most important thing in our lives. It actually makes life matter to us. And without that, we don't feel... Because becoming a disciple means that we've found what God's created us for. Uh, and if we don't give ourselves to God in that way, we'll always find church satisfying, we'll all find Christianity never really meets our needs because we've never really wholeheartedly given ourselves. We've never really responded to God's call to follow. Earlier on, I read Paul's words uh, to the Roman church about uh, baptism being a mark of our death to ourselves. But he goes on with something more glorious. He says, we've been buried with Christ in baptism into death. And he continues, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. We might walk in newness of life. That's what God promises us when we die to self and when we live to God and allow Jesus Christ to take over our lives. And so we find that life of joy, of satisfaction or fulfillment, because we've actually know what it means to belong to Jesus Christ. We find a fresh, invigorating, purposeful life. But often today, many people live lives that are, feel empty, uh, listless. They have no sense of meaning or value to who they are. They don't know where they're going in life. Because they've never found that sense of belonging to Jesus Christ and allowing him to take control to lead in their lives. So we thought of two things this morning. We thought of the calls to give ourselves give ourselves to our children as, our, as their fathers or their mothers. We thought of the call of soldiers to give themselves to their nation in, in war. And we thought of the call of each one of us to give ourselves to Jesus Christ, 
to become his disciple so that we become his brother or sister. We felt that call to, be, to give ourselves. And when we respond to that call, we find at the end of it not a threat or something ominous. We find the joy of belonging. The joy the parents have as they see their children grow up well. The joy that soldiers have when they see peace coming. The joy that a Christian has when we know that we belong to God and that we have eternal life with him forever. So as this sermon draws to a close, can I ask you to just think, where do you stand? Do you feel that sense of a lack of purpose, of meaning, of dignity in your life? Perhaps because you haven't yet responded to Jesus' call to belong to him. In a few moments during this baptismal service, we're going to ask people to face in one direction, face the west, and to be saying goodbye to all that displeases God. Uh, parents of God, parents of India, say goodbye to all that displeases God. And then we turn around, we face the other direction, and we say welcome. Welcome to following Jesus Christ, to living for him, to allowing Jesus to be the Lord of our life. Now that's just a movement of our body. But can I suggest that in our hearts, you may want to make that a personal movement, a personal decision. Say, yeah, I want to say goodbye to all I know that displeases God. And I want to say, yes, welcome to all that, means, all that it means to follow Jesus Christ and to let him rule in my life. Make that something that's a really significant moment, a really significant ceremony, a really significant movement, because it means something to you. That with your heart, you become a follower of Jesus Christ. And I know many of you have made that choice already, to belong to Jesus, the family of Jesus' followers. And so can I finish with three uh, quick practical suggestions if you are part of that family of Jesus. First of all, do everything you can to really make real that you belong to God's family here at St. Jets and Anne's. Really actually work at developing relationships with people. After this service, we haven't got lunch, haven't we? Yeah, got, got lunch after the service. So do stay for that, because it's a good way to mix and to meet people, to get to know each other. Take that time to be together, to build up that sense of being family, being brothers and sisters in Christ together. Secondly, work at communicating with each other. Ideally, we do that face-to-face -face on Sunday mornings when we meet during the week. But nowadays, we've also got the great benefits of social media, as well as the curse of social media. And we have that opportunity to relate in all sorts of ways, just to keep in touch with each other. Keep in touch with your brothers and sisters, your family here at St. James, by every means you can. And finally, find out what God is calling you to do with your life. Why does God want you to serve him? What's the call in your life? You may know I'm retired. Uh, and uh, retirement can be a dangerous thing, particularly for men. You know, they lose their, they finish their job. What's their life all about, you know? Do they just slump in front of television, watch snooker on television all day long? Many men die quite soon after retirement because they've lost that motivation, that get up and go, that purpose in their lives. And I thank God, I thank God that I'm called to serve here at Stans because it gets me up in the morning, gets me doing things, gives me a place to belong because that's something we all need. So Stans members, find out, work at how you belong, how you follow God's call to serve him in this place. Uh, a week on Saturday, uh, that's the 24th of uh, November, Saturday morning, we're having a time together calling, called Moving Forward Together. We've got no big here at Stans at the moment. So we need to think together as a church how we move forward, how we help each other grow in faith, what's going to help us become more of a disciple of Jesus Christ, how can we encourage each other in that, and how can we serve God together. 
God's called each one of us. What does he want us to be doing in his service? How can we make that real, that we're actually servants of God through Jesus Christ, because we belong together? That Saturday morning, 24th of November, just a week on Saturday, keep that morning free and come together as a family there, as the brothers and sisters of Christ here at Stands, because together we want to be doing God's will. We want to be glorifying God. We want to be disciples of Jesus Christ together. So we'll tell you more about that as, as the week goes on. But give that time to find out what is God's call on my life. Because without that sense of call, we feel empty. We feel directionless. When we respond to that call, we have the joy of knowing who we are and where we belong. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Father, we thank you that you've put us in families, that we belong. But we're conscious too, Lord God, that we belong to something greater and deeper and more lasting. That is, we belong to your people, the disciples of Jesus Christ. Help each one of us, Lord, to become a true disciple, a true follower of Jesus. And, hearing, and in hearing that call, to know the joy of belonging to you. We ask this in Jesus' name.